Some police departments tase their officers. Why? <laughs> and your two options are, so they understand the seriousness of using a taser, or it's just a really funny thing to do to the new guy. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. For the next 45 minutes, you will hear some of the funniest people in Boston debate law and order. Our categories this week are perp, lawyer up, cops, judge, and wild card. I'll invite two comedians to the stage. Each one will have one minute to make their case and then a 30-second rebuttal. At the end of that, I'll pick a winner, and they move on to the next round. At the end of the show, the final debate of the evening, the audience will pick the winner. These shows are recorded live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m., so come down and join us sometime. First up, everybody, please welcome Matt MacArthur and Tyler Derniak. Okay, um, Matt, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. So, uh, Tyler, you can pick anything but wildcard. I'm going to go with uh, cops. Of course you are. <laughs> Look at you. All right. Um, your question is for May Keith. She asks, who would you rather police your neighborhood, a robocop or psychics that prevent crime before it happens? I'm going to go with psychics that prevent crimes before they happen because I'm here to create jobs. I don't want machines taking jobs away from our hardworking psychic Americans. They're the backbone of our country. Has, any, has, any, has anyone seen X-Men? They fought in World War II. They are the backbone of American society and freedom. Machines didn't fight in World War II. Psychics did. Very true. I would make the argument that automation is the future of this country. Tyler wants them to put toll booth people back on the fucking pike. I don't have time for that. I don't care how much you know about like what I'm thinking about jerking off to right now. I just want to go, and you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit better for everyone. You know, That's how the Amazon factories are going now, and it's still creating some jobs. Plus, what about people who design cyborgs? You can't just make RoboCop. We don't have that yet. We have robots. Boston Dynamics doing a great job, but we haven't... <laughs> turned a person into a robot yet fully, and we haven't made someone like stick a can of baby food up their ass. If you've seen the movie recently, that's how cyborgs eat, and we know <laughs> RoboCop is the only authority you should be paying attention to on that subject matter. And psychics didn't really fight in World War II. One psychic hurt some very bad people, and then he went and destroyed the Golden Gate Bridge with millions of people on it. Um, well, maybe not millions, but yeah, I don't know. I think psychics are... First, I want to address the fact that you called Nazis very bad people. <laughs> like, they're, like, I, they're not, we know. <laughs> and second of all, Bezos, 
I know you're still mad about HQ2, <laughs> but I am on the side of Ocasio-Cortez here. <laughs> For American jobs, no automation, psychics on every yeah. street corner. I don't know, man. Are you guys big fans of Republicans in this room? <laughs> Just an honest question, because what are they doing? They want to know what's going on in your bedroom. If you have psychics out there, they know what's going on up here. They know what you're thinking about doing in the bedroom later. They know about shit you haven't even done yet. You could be arrested for the weird kinky crap you're doing tonight before you do it. And if you are doing something in the bedroom you should be arrested for, maybe that's good. I don't know. But I like robots. God. All right. This is a close one, but I gotta hand the win to Matt MacArthur. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome uh, Liz Esty and Stephen Archer. Okay, Liz, do you want to go first or second? Uh, second. Okay, Archer, you can choose from any of the categories. Uh, we'll do my favorite people in the world, cops. Cops. Okay, your question is from May Keith. She asks... Some police departments tase their officers. Why? <laughs> and your two options are, so they understand the seriousness of using a taser, or it's just a really funny thing to do to the new guy. Um, if anybody would argue against it, they've obviously never been tased, so obviously it's the fun thing to do to the new guy. <laughs> There's no better way to make a first impression than to meet your friends and shit your pants because they put a taser to your back. Um, also, you've never tased somebody and watched them shit their pants. I'm telling you, do it. That's not realistic. Look, um, cops are trying to build a rapport to terrorize the people, um, so <laughs> they're not gonna be tasing each other, you know? Um, it's all about getting ready to tase the people. Um, yeah, fuck cops. There are many things that a cop can do to another person, um, shove a pine cone up their butt, or um, mace them in their face. But no, like, friendship is built on a number of different things. Um, one of them is the electric energy that you would share in a real relationship. Um, nothing says electric energy and relationship like a taser to your throat when you don't know what's coming. We all know that cops shoot each other to uh, build rapport, so um, that's what that is. And uh, <laughs> um, uh, tasing people as a, a hazing, I mean, it rhymes, but what, what is there beyond that? <laughs> all right, uh, two good arguments here, but I gotta hand the win to Stephen Archer. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Jeremiah Broderick and Chloe Cunha. <laughs> Jeremiah, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Um, Chloe, do you want judgment, wild card, or perp? Ooh. Um, 
Let's go with perp. Let's do that. Your question is from Katie Dungar. She asks, what's the better move, burning your fingerprints off or keeping your head completely shaved? Oh, Oh, wow. I feel like there's been a lot of um, cop parent representation in the room. So I'm going to go ahead and reiterate, for those that don't know me, my dad is a lawyer. um, And thus I can tell you, all of that forensic stuff is bullshit. It's all, it's all so wrong. Um, it's all, it's just, it's not even a science. Uh, so the real answer is neither. But you know what? Let's, let's burn our fingertips. Why not? It's stupid as hell. But sure, let's do that. You know, I, I typically, um, I burn my tongue a lot. So it just seems like a natural transition on, on tea. So I just. I don't, I'm not good at gauging temperatures. Um, and if I'm gonna commit some crimes, if, I guess someone will be impressed by that. I don't, no fingerprints, whoa! <laughs> yeah, forensics is all made up, but do you know what does hurt you? When you can't hold anything because of the burn marks on your hands. Do you know what helps you? being aerodynamic, running away from the police. Also, every bald guy looks the same. When I shave my head, people in Quincy think they can say things about Asians to me. It's happened, I'm not for it, but because I look like every other bald guy and I would blend into a lineup and you know it. Yeah, but you know what doesn't look the same is a bald woman. I would stick out like a sore thumb that can no longer feel. Listen, when you keep dropping those getaway keys, that hair is not gonna help you. When you drop the bloody fingerprint gun right in front of a police officer, hair isn't your biggest problem. It's the blood and the gun and the awkward conversation you're about to have. That's what you gotta worry about. Hey, this is a really fun one. I want to thank you both, but there's going to be a winner, and I'm going to call it for Chloe Cunha. Okay. And our last debate of the first round, everybody please welcome Ted Pettingill and Joe Polana. Okay. Um... Ted, do you want to go first or second? He'll go second, Sean. Sean, I'm going to allow my opponent to go first. Joe, you can pick from wild card or judgment. Wild card or judgment? I got I to gotta be a wild card. Okay. Uh, your question is from Meg Connolly. She asks, 
Best way to ward off police. Apply a blue line bumper sticker to indicate you're part of the gang. <laughs> and definitely not suspicious. Or steal a police car in uniform as a disguise. Look, cops like other cops. <laughs> That's what we all know. You gotta take a police car, you gotta blend in. They sell bumper stickers to anybody. <laughs> it takes effort to steal a car and a uniform. That's a lot of stealing. They're going to respect the extra effort. That, that's what friendship is built on. Said by no stupid person ever. Uh, um, what is my choice? What do I have to defend? You want to put a bumper sticker on your car, that blue line. Okay, yeah. So, uh, this guy, uh, this guy, he stole a cop car and a police uniform and he thinks he's going to blend in. You know what he didn't steal? The cop's gun. Uh, <laughs> what kind of cop is walking around in his uniform, walking to his cop car? No gun. I'm driving around with a cop's gun and a bumper sticker on my <laughs> shitty Toyota Camry. And they're going to be like, undercover, and be like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> Look, I have been a member of the Blue Man Group fan club long enough to know that bumper sticker's the same. They can't tell the difference. And I've seen enough true crime documentaries to know cops are really bad at prosecuting other cops for crimes. <laughs> They're not gonna be out in daylight arresting another guy in a cop uniform. And then if you do, tear away pants. <laughs> Yeah, you know how a cop can tell another cop from a Blue Man Group fan? The Blue Man Group fan is driving around with his blue bumper sticker playing an improvised drum set while an undercover cop is driving around shooting unarmed civilians. Time. That got a little too true at the end there. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Joe Polana. It was a good one. Um, all right, so now let's do uh, let's do no contest, huh? Yeah, sound good. So this is the part of the show where I I read the questions that didn't quite make it onto the show. Um, but this week, I have a special guest, um, and he graduated from law school, interned at the U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston, and interned for a judge, and was softly turned down from the JAG Corps for being, quote, 
too fat. Everybody, please welcome Rashid Towns. Thank hey. you. Thanks. Hey, Rashid. Welcome. <laughs> I hope you don't mind your intro. I just read exactly what you wrote to me. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that, that's that's for me. That was that was a true thing. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple questions. Uh, not everybody in this room understands the law, and uh, so I'm hoping that you can shed some light on some things. Sure. Is there any other lawyer in uh, who can, who can poke? Okay, no. Uh, Bill, uh, you are not a lawyer. Bill, he's, he works for the Montana DA. You don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, he's in a back back <laughs> office. No one ever sees. So okay, our first, so these are all questions that people asked us yep. for the show tonight, and the, a lot of them aren't suitable for debates. Oh okay. Um, right. So I, you know, if you can shed some light on some, great. Uh, if you have real answers, if you have wacky answers, whatever you want to do. Sure, sure. Uh, thing, sure your thing. first question is from Bill McMorrow. He asks, <laughs> Sean, why don't you lawyer up? Never mind. Don't answer okay. that oh, okay. one. Okay. <laughs> um, Steve Albert wants to know. Okay. Is the five second rule enforceable? Steve Albert? Yeah. Like when you drop food on the ground. I mean, honestly, it depends on what jurisdiction you're in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you're in my house, no, it's not enforceable. But I don't know, if you're at the Carter residence, maybe it is enforceable. You know, it's a, there's a 10th Amendment for some reasons, guys. You know, thou should not make no law, and we should, you know, I mean, you know, stuff I'm trying to say is <laughs> states' rights. So, yeah. Okay. Depends. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. Our next question is from Amy Connolly, and I'm oh. hoping that you can let us know, because I'm wondering this myself, okay? Okay, cool. Cool, cool, um, cool. What do judges wear under those <laughs> robes? Do they wear their, uh, their favorite Halloween costume or their skivvies or maybe a referee shirt? All right, so, uh, oh, man. All right, so for the record, my judge wore, like, business clothes. But, yeah, there have been some people who wore, like, basketball shorts and, like, bathing suits underneath there. Because it's, it's, like it's like, you know, like the anchors. We don't really see, like, waist down. So, yeah, it's kind of, all I'm saying is that, like, depending on what state you're in, like, don't walk behind the judge. You know what I mean? Or if the judge like gets up and they kind of just sort of moonwalk out the court, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, most most wear decent clothing, but some don't. <laughs> and it's great. It's great. All right. Yeah. Uh, so okay, our next question is from Ken Green, and he wants to know: yeah. Should lady lawyers only handle lady trials? <laughs> no. Hold and, on, he's got another part And man lawyers it. only handle like murders and assaults and stuff. Okay. <laughs> There's gonna be a heat of passion murder tonight. Um, <laughs> no, dude, like ladies should do whatever they want. They make the best like prosecutors and judges. You know what I'm saying? You can cry in front of a lady judge or prosecutor. You can't in front of a dude. I don't know. Okay. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do have a This is not Trump's America. Fuck that. Yeah. Everybody, come on. All right. Um, we got another question from Steve Albert, and he wants yeah. to know, uh, should high-profile defendants get entrance music? Yes, they should. Yes. 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 Steve, you're a beautiful man. Yes, they should. It better be good hype entrance music, because i got to be honest with you, that's going to determine if you're guilty or not. I'm swear. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> like if you're not doing, if you're doing, uh, you know, I fought the law versus like Freebird. I'm sorry, I don't know. I might have to go vote against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got another question here from Meg Connolly. Yeah, Meg. She asks, "Hey, that juror is pretty cute. Would you, <laughs> would you giving them the look cause a mistrial when they fall in love with you?" So. Uh, <laughs> I was on this case. Uh, wait, hold on a second. I uh, saw a case. I wasn't on it, and uh, somebody was totally hitting on the on the juror member, and the juror followed them on Facebook, and then it got back, and there was a mistrial. So that actually happens. All right, uh, and our last question <laughs> is from Zach Jones. Zach Jones, <laughs> and he asks. If you're a lawyer, yep. would you recommend your client plead the fifth or plead the 69? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Noise! The thing is, I'm not sure if you really do believe there's a 69th Amendment or if that's a joke. I don't know. <laughs> you should plead the sixth and the ninth. That works. You know, but uh, I don't know. Um, always plead the fifth if you can. That's, that's all I'm saying. I don't want to give you bad advice. Always plead the fifth. But if you got a chance to plead the sixth and the ninth, do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Rashid. Everybody, thank give it up for Rashid. Man, man, shot, everybody. Best podcast in New England. <laughs> all right. We are on to round two. So, first up this round, everybody please welcome Bill McMorrow and Matt MacArthur. Okay, Bill, would you like to go first or second? Second, okay. Matt, uh, judgment is your question. Yay. Your question is from Ken Green. Because it was the only one left, the only category that hadn't been, yeah. Ken Green asks, sexiest sounding crime, breaking and entering, or possession of a dangerous weapon? Um, possession of a dangerous weapon, because I feel like that's such a personal thing, you know? It's like, it's mine. And nobody can take that. And breaking, you know, I'm a huge fan of consent. That's a big thing for me. I'm, um, you might say I'm a little progressive for a, for a, for a straight white man, right? Um, big on it. Yeah, in possession of a dangerous weapon, like, that's so sexy. Because anyone who can call their dick a weapon, like, there's nothing in the world more confident than being like, have you seen the weapon? And then it doesn't matter if I pull out a machete or like a switchblade, because I'm like, I already set the precedent. Ain't, uh, ain't nothing sexier than entering. That's called, that's called intercourse. You guys have heard of, you guys have heard of intercourse, right? It was a pretty big deal back in the 80s. I don't know if you do it anymore, but you should try it if you could. I'm not such a big fan about breaking, but you know what? Shit's gonna break. <laughs> I mean, literally, shit breaks, you know? You either fix it or you just deal with the, 
the inner pain and turmoil that it brings upon your day-to-day life. But intercourse, man. That really makes up for all the breaking, probably. You know. If you wait, you probably gotta wait until the break inhales, but that got a little visceral for me. Did I use that? Hey, Rashid, did I use that word right? Visceral? Sounds like a real word. He's almost. Visceral being a legal term. Um, It is no, entering's great. The breaking does suck. But you're a big fan either way, which means Bill has like a a virgin fetish or something like that. (laughs) Which is probably the worst sex you can have when two people lose each other's virginity to each other. Like, there's. That is the sex that everyone wants to forget. But can't, because that's permanent, so. I mean, you were just talking about how sexy a guy calling it the weapon is. That, that doesn't, sp- listen, when one virgin loves another virgin very much, you know? You guys know what I'm talking about. It's called intercourse. You got, listen, you guys got uh, the internet on your phones? I do. Let me show you what I'm talking about. All right. And hand the win to Bill McMorrow. We only have one shirt left, Bill. But we do have a mug. Actually, that mug right there that's in the plastic is for you, Mike B. Giordano. Mike B. Giordano added the most people to our Facebook group this week, and therefore, he gets to look at me, Bill, and Sean Rosa whenever he drinks coffee. What a reward. Okay, next up, please welcome Nick Martucci and Sean Rosa. Okay, Nick, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, Sean, you can pick from any of the categories. I can? Can I? Yes. You're serious? Yeah. Seriously? Any one of them. Any one of them. Time. Wow. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't even pick. <laughs> I'll, let's, let's go with perp. Okay. Perp. I think you're hanging out with Bill too much now. Okay, your question is from Mike B. Giordano. He asks, you're on death row. Would you rather a clean, modern execution like the electric chair or medieval execution like being drawn and quartered? I would rather be drawn and quartered so that some kind of like... Uh, prisoners' rights group stands up for me and like tells them to like put me back together or something, you know, just like yeah, like no matter how heinous my crimes are, you know, like like I probably deserve it. Like I dismembered a lot of people, but that doesn't mean the state can do the same thing back at me. No. Put my arm back on my body and then inject it with some poison that I can't feel. (laughs) 
Given the choice, you always want to choose electrocution. You want to go out with a bang. You can have so much fun with electrocution. Eat some popcorn. They electrocute you, you got popcorn coming out of your mouth. Put a light bulb in your mouth, you got a classic Uncle Fester. What I'm saying is if you're gonna be put to death, have fun. Or maybe you survive that first electrocution and you go down in history. We always talk about those death row inmates, the ones that survive. Take the shot to be the most badass uh, executed man or woman, progressive 2019. You're talking about going out with a bang and having fun with your execution, but you're going to do the, the standard, the missionary of executions. <laughs> Electrocution? No, I want to be drawn and quartered. Not, I don't want to go out with a bang. I want to go out with a snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> no better way to snap, crackle, pop than with electricity. The problem is that if you get drawn and quartered, you don't get to enjoy that. Anybody can draw and quarter you. You've done it to many people. The only time in your life you can get the electric chair is if you deserve it. Own that moment. You deserve it. All right. Hey, that's a lot of solid arguments. But I got to hand the win here to Sean Rosa. Okay, next up, everybody please welcome Meg Connolly and Stephen Archer. Okay, so Meg, do you want to go first or second? I will go first this time. Okay, and uh, you can pick from anything except for perp. Let's go with cops. Cops. Okay. Your question is from Katney. She asks You are called to the Bobbit crime scene. Do you or do you not high five Lorena as you cuff her? Right. Bobbit. The Bobbit murders. Who could forget? <laughs> Certainly not me. I've heard about it. I read about it. I know everything about it. And Lorena, I love her. Okay, I love her. I love her. Yeah, I'm going to give her a high five because she deserves it. Everyone deserves a high five. I'd high five all of you guys. I'm not going to compliment the audience again. I do that every single time. But Lorena, my lady, I love her. The Bobbits, so sad. I'm there to console them, I, as a cop. Uh, <laughs> first of all, first of all, guys, elephant room here. Sean, you can't be inviting other just random nerdy black guys in here without consulting. Like Lloyd, did you know he was coming too? Because you have to like talk about this kind of thing. Um, what if we wore the same shirt? You would confuse the two of us together. You just can't randomly do that. Um, second of all, uh, being one of the only three black guys in this room, the Lorraine murders or whoever this person is, the cops, the, um, 
we all we all know the cops would have thought I did it anyway. So it doesn't even matter who this Lorraine is. Because you guys would say, oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know it's true. So I don't even know why you're laughing about it. I'm. <laughs> Which I knew. Uh huh. Yes. Because I'm a feminist. And it's popular for us to cut, um, cut down on the patriarchy. And, you know, I'm sorry I didn't know about these murders because I was too busy listening to the Pick a Side podcast. So watch the podcast, listen to the podcast, watch it if you need to. Just sit there and watch the thing go by. It's, it's a great time. time. Listen, listen, listen. I just don't want to sit down because Lloyd's got a fucking weapon over there. And, and I don't know what they're going to decide when the cops run in here. They're going to be like, is it him? Is it me? I don't know. Are you chopping dicks off? I don't know. I'm not touching dicks. You touch We're both chopping dicks off. We're both, we know what's going on. All right, hi everybody, my name is Lorraine and I chop dicks off on a regular Friday night basis. Thank you. What the fuck? How did neither of you know this story? Okay, uh, I guess Meg wins. Because she said down with the patriarchy and I guess that sounds like a good way to take it down. Oh, man. Okay, so most of you do know what that was, right? Okay. All right. Stop clapping, Archer. You don't get to clap. You didn't know what it was. Okay. Next up... Everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Chloe Cunha. Okay. Joe, do you want to go first or second? Second, okay. Um, Chloe, you can pick from uh, lawyer up, judgment, or wild card. Huh. Hmm. Let's, let's make daddy proud and go lawyer up. Okay. Lawyer up. Okay, your question is, uh, why, what are you more likely to be held in contempt of court for? What are you more likely to be held in contempt of court what for? What do I want? Uh, okay. Not dressing appropriately for court or doing a touchdown dance after the jury reads a not guilty verdict? <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, first of all, I just want to say, uh, Joe and I just had a moment before where we were like, how did nobody know who Loretta But Anyway, um, also, uh, they reattached his penis. He started in porn. We're not talking about this enough. He abused her. He deserved it. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him so hard. Anyway, I think I would like to do a Super Bowl touchdown dance. Um, I think that would be fun. Um, it would be very fun, and that's the, that's, yep, that's it. 
Agreed. And that's why I'm going to be held in contempt of court, whole, wearing a T-shirt that says, John Bobbitt deserved it. <laughs> that's my courtroom attire. Back of the shirt just says, listen to women. <laughs> Bottom of the shirt says Frankenpenis, because that was his second board, and we need to talk about that too. <laughs> oh my God! Look, can we both be? What if we're like partners, and you know we're, we're both just hotshot defendants? Um, I do my Super Bowl dance, which involves a wavy no more penis mo movement. You've got your shirt off. This is so good. Can we both win? They should have both lost, and we should both win. Um, <laughs> I, w I would watch that show. <laughs> Just two hotshot lawyers chopping off dicks and making custom tees <laughs> for the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Hey, 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 I'm the judge here, okay? I will make the decision. I will make the decision. And you will like it. Alright? Alright, so the loser of this debate is Meg Connolly. She's kicked out of the rest of the debate. You guys both win. Yeah, go. Now, get out of my courtroom before I change my mind. You guys asked, let them both win, and then you booed me for getting rid of Meg. Is that the justice that you want? Do you see how your decisions hurt others? Hopefully we'll have time at the end and we'll bring Meg back for one of those things, huh? All right. So we're down to our final four. So, everybody, please welcome the poster, Bill McMorrow and Sean Rosa. I just want to point Bill, out this show this is definitely not rigged. This whole damn courtroom is out of order. Okay. Um, like the poster. Sean, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay. Bill. I get to choose any category. No. How come... <laughs> this... How come I don't get to choose any category? Because they just took lawyer up, so you can't take that. All right, I don't... Cops is out and perp is out, so you could do... Judgment or wild card. What's wild card about... It could be about, it about the Patriots. <laughs> Probably not. Are they all Patriots? Do you, you guys watch the news? You know what's going on, right? 
Okay, we're gonna Intercourse. go. We're gonna go with wild card here. What's that? Wild card. All right, I guess. Your question is from Zach Jones. I just. He asks. To the sky again. When you call nine one one, who do you want to show up? The loose cannon cop who doesn't play by the rules, or the old grizzled veteran cop who's one day from retirement? I don't call nine one one. I handle my own business. Some, if somebody's got to die, somebody's got to die. It's going to happen eventually. You guys call 911? It's a waste of my tax dollars, so why don't you fucking... Why don't you figure shit out for yourself? All right, I'd take the old guy because he's one day away from retirement, you know? And he's like... He's probably not even going to show up. They take a long lunch, you know? I was going to lose my mind if somebody didn't say Franken-penis about John Bob. I don't... John Wayne Bob. How do you... So much gold there that I've stopped talking about what we're arguing about. Uh, old guy, young guys are always out there busting your balls. They're the ones that shoot everybody. Listen, if filing a uh, fake crime was such a... Filing a false police report was such a big deal, there'd be a lot more cops in jail, right? Don't you think? Because they do it, like, pretty much all the time. Listen, I know we weren't supposed to talk about this, but this summer, uh, Bill and I are going to be study, study, s- starring in a buddy cop movie. Uh, I'm the grizzled veteran. He's the young hotshot. It's going to be a wild ride. I'd rather the young hotshot because, like, of course, like, it's called a retirenee. If the, if the grizzled old veteran cop who's one day away from retirement comes around, you know he's going to die. <laughs> no, no. Get the young hotshot in there, and then someone else dies. <laughs> like they're supposed to. Right, buddy? I don't want to die, Bill. <laughs> I'm one day away from retirement. Time. It's going to happen, and there's nothing you can do about it, you know? So stop calling 911, you pussy. Right? There's other ways to get to a hospital. Uber. You can lift. You can see what your neighbor's doing. You can carpool. You can walk. Are you bleeding from your feet? If you're not bleeding from your feet, you can walk. Even if you are bleeding from your feet, put on a couple pairs of socks. You know? Time. Bill, you can't, you can't go to a hospital. No. Did you know that they'll arrest you if you try to smoke a joint in the hospital? That's not cool. You can't go there. What happened? I thought this was America. No, you take your bloody feet and you, and you get operated on in the back of a police car by a young hotshot who knows what he's doing. That's who you want to call, and then he'll kill someone else. Time. All right, I'm going to hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. Hey, Bill, you, you got rooked, buddy. Okay. Seriously, don't go to hospitals. <laughs> 
Now, in a matchup of our last round, everybody please welcome Joe Polana and Chloe Cunha. This show is going to be impossible to edit. <laughs> um, all right. Joe, do you want to go first or second? Second, please. Okay. So you are going with judgment. Judgment. Here we go. Your question is from Kyle Mangan. He asks, what should be the sentence for the crime of eating someone's freshly baked cookies? And your options are... Two years with only the worst flavor of Girl Scout cookies or the death penalty? Well, as a prison abolitionist, um, <laughs> let's go with the cookie thing. That's what I know the funnier thing is to be like, kill him, but like, no, that's not cool. <laughs> No, it's what? What? What did he do again? He stole cookies. Yeah, just ate some. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> what? Oh my god! By the way, the death penalty, like lethal injection. I'm just saying some facts now. It's real messy. It's horrifying. The only thing is we can't see it, so we're like, it's fine. He's not suffering. He's in so much pain. Ah! Oh, everything's awful. Okay, yes. Sorry. Back to the funny. Um. Yeah, ma yeah, bad cookies. That's a good. I'm. <laughs> oh no! I should have gone with the. I should have just been like murder them Time. all. <laughs> like, the worst Girl Scout cookies, pretty good. <laughs> I think that look, we've all. What do you get the death penalty for? We've all committed triple homicide. <laughs> We've all done that. None of us would be so cruel as to eat someone's freshly baked cookie. That's an abomination. I'm inciting the Bible. <laughs> it's against it. Murder's fine, and the, they do it all the time in the Bible. God does it more than anyone. <laughs> but you know what God never does? Eat a cookie. So that's, you know, that's America for you. <laughs> that is America. <laughs> it's just, it's, this question is like, which option do you choose? The fun fantasy or reality? <laughs> um, but yes, uh, God does not eat a cookie. Um, the, that's because the cookie monster um, is actually just another of the devil's names. <laughs> And, and you should be given appropriate, if we're talking biblical, a hand for a hand, right? So a cookie for a cookie. Chime. <laughs> cookie monster. <laughs> He's a monster. That's what you do to monsters. You kill them. No, one's, no one wants pro-Dracula. No one's pro-Frankenstein. We kill these cookie-eating sons of bitches. And that's my America. All right. A lot of good points here. Uh, but I have to hand the win to Chloe Cunha.
Uh, give it up for Joe Polana. He had a great run. One of the best ever. Best ever. Um, okay. So, to finish this up, everybody please welcome Bill McMorrow and Chloe Cunha. I just gave Joe your last mug, so fucking reorder them. <laughs> okay. Uh, somebody didn't already buy that. Did I just steal your mug? Was it? What a dick move. Uh, Chloe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Okay. Do you do want... It. We have three left. Um, oh. Do you want cops, lawyer up, or perp? It's, okay, can I just suggest... I know I've been very unruly, but for the last one, should we just pick any of them, right? Well, there's we uh, didn't have an equal number one. of every question. Oh, so I see, I see, okay. We ran out of other ones. Okay, well, just, you know, I'm setting the precedent now for later. Lawyer talk. Okay, so wait, sorry, what were the, what were the... Cops, lawyer up, or perp? Ooh. Let's see. Um, let's, let's do perp. Let's do perp. Okay. Your question is from Ken Green. Okay. He asks, as in an... In, in, Incarcerated felon, what's your favorite prison currency? Oh boy. Is it cigarettes or toilet wine? Oh, it's definitely toilet wine. <laughs> definitely toilet. My girlfriend just started vaping. It's. <laughs> she found it on the floor, so it was a sign. It's, look, it's, it's cleanly. You change the part that you actually put your mouth on. That's what she told me. I've, I've been kissing her. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I love her. Um, <laughs> um, but toilet wine, yeah, I could never get rid of, of my wine. Um, and if it's in a toilet, that's fine. It's, you know, why not? Uh, uh, dogs drink out of toilets, and everybody loves a dog. So they can't be totally wrong about <laughs> that <laughs> they gotta be yeah you know dogs always getting drunk off wine and toilets <laughs> that's why we love them yeah I, w I want toilet wine I want to trade that all the time I think I'd be good at making it I made beer once because uh, I, I used to work at a brewery so how hard can it be yeah time I don't think it's very hot at all but cigarettes are a better currency in a prison because everybody smokes in prison. And uh, toilet wine is really more of a utility than a currency. That's something that everybody needs. It's like Wi-Fi. It's like prison Wi-Fi. Everybody needs toilet wine. Maybe not everybody needs cigarettes, but you can still sell them to anybody. Hey, did you guys uh, ever see Shawshank Redemption? I w I'd rather talk about that. Can we do a Shawshank Redemption question? Do you remember uh, when Red, when they had the bet there who was gonna die the first night and then uh, and everybody paid with cigarettes? I think that pretty much proves my point. <laughs> Guys, it was nominated for an Oscar. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's based off a Stephen King story. Is your time. Well, Bill, as I established earlier, some people vape. AKA my girlfriend. 
And when we both rob a bank together and both go to prison, hello, one of the great things about being a gay, you get to shack up together. <laughs> she'll, she'll sneak in her vape. I don't, I really should run this by her first. Um, but yeah, no, not everybody uses cigarettes, right? Well, welcome to the, you know, we gotta, we gotta modernize. And yeah, Wi-Fi is a thing, but you still gotta pay for it. And um, you're gonna pay for your prison Wi-Fi with toilet wine. So I'm sticking to that. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be a gay to shack up together in prison. That's what prison is. They don't even ask. They just go, all you boys or all you girls get in this cage, and then you figure it out. I don't think, technically, I don't even think they're allowed to ask anymore. I don't know. In the 80s, you could. In the 80s, you could pe ask people so many things about their personal lives and about their <sighs> prison politics. What, how would you make a toilet wine? What would you do? What would you use for a base? To, I'm assuming toilet water. I mean, you got it in there, right? And then what, what do you get? Some... Uh, all right, now tell them the rest of it, Ted. You got how much time? Time. Fuck. Google it. All right, so do you guys want to sit down while we do this voting? Go into the Pick a Side Stupid group on Facebook, and the top of the page, there will be a link, and that link will say Law and Order. And at that link, you can vote on who you think won between Bill McMorrow and Chloe Cunha. So, we will leave that open for another 30 seconds. And looking at the results of the show tonight, with your decision, your voting, our winner this evening is Chloe Cunha. was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. Congrats to Chloe Cunha on winning this week. Thanks to Rashid Towns for being our guest and telling us a thing or two about Law & Order. Thanks to Matt Bedell for creating the artwork this week. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. And a big shout out to Joe Polana who joined the group this week and made a hell of a splash. And hey, you can join us as well. Come down to Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m. Friday nights and check out a live show. If you want to find me a different night of the week, you can find me Monday nights at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville. Wednesday nights at the Poor House in the basement, 8 p.m. hosting stand-up comedy. And Friday nights, of course, Maggie's Lounge in Quincy hosting this very show. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, please just leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And check back in each and every week as we have new episodes up each week. Thanks for listening to Pick a Side, Stupid.